Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a Monday. Oh, no, wait a minute. That's wrong no, button. No, that's cheers. Wrong button. Not cheers. No. I meant to hit this. the sad sounds because it's monday and that means you know mondays gotta get back to work or school or whatever it is you're doing although if you're in school you're probably nearing the end if last not, week in lausd this, this, this week, week's this last week, week. week this is last week for my kid's school too she graduates from sixth grade oh. this week and mm. so uh much festivities in store for the garmin family um where was I? Oh, yeah, it's Monday, but we're going to make your day a little bit better, I think, because we have a hell of a show lined up for you here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. Get a load on. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to get a load on. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right there. I love to ride on the drinking horse. Little Jack Daniels to help me through the program today, courtesy of our four-star generals who are hanging out here in the Batcave with us. Thank you so much for being with us, four-stars. Not only are you beautiful and talented and smart and lovely and sexy and all good things, but you also give me an excuse to have a cocktail because the four stars are watching us record live via Crowdcast today, and uh, I allow myself to have a cocktail because it's like a party when the four it stars is. are here. It's almost like they're really in the room. It is. And when I'm just here with Eddie by myself, it's not like a party. No, it's work. It's like it's uh, so much work. It's like a cellmate. It's like being in a cell. <laughs> With a guy uh, on the bunk underneath you. I'd be on the top bunk. No, you wouldn't. I would. Mm-mm. No, actually, yeah, you can have the top bunk. Because then I could pull you over in the middle of the night and have you fall and crack your head on the cement. Why would you do that to me? It'd be hilarious. That wouldn't be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. Now, when I have a lady over in the bunk, and then the, it breaks, and then we're, we smash you. We're in prison, we're dumbass. Where are you a getting pri- a, a prison lady? lady. We're, prison lady sure they always have the prison ladies walking around having sex with the all the inmates lady, you know what i'm saying you don't know how the, this all works i don't i really don't. no well you will because your time you're going to do some time eventually for something <laughs> i can just sense it uh what else we got going on uh oh i guess i should get the introductions out of the way i'm your old podcast pal my name's ralph garman and my cellmate here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, also known as... Odegaard, But We call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. A prison lady. Prison lady. What, what is a prison lady? You know, whoever's there. There are no, whoever's there. There are no women in a men's correctional doesn't, facility. Lady doesn't have to be a, a woman. You could be whatever, whoever's there. You could be my prison lady. Oh, Jesus. Uh, my cat just can't. Yeah. yeah. If you can't be with who you love, love the one you're with. Oh my something like that. God. Come. <laughs> <sighs> 
You're my prison lady. This sure feels like a Monday show. <laughs> but we're all going to get through it together. Because on the counter, you want to know why? I'll tell you why, sir. Because we have a hell of a show lined up for you today. Not only are the four stars in the house, as the kids say. The hizzle. In the hizzy. <laughs> here on the Ralph Rapizzi. Well, we got to stop. We can't. Oh, come we're, on. We're too old. We're down. We do. We're not. We're not. We're down with OPP. We're, oh, my God. Baby, you know me. Not only is it oh, uh, ooh, Monday and we got the four stars hanging out with us, but mm -hmm. entertainment news is coming your way. Of course, we've got phone calls galore from the Garmy lined up as well. And as if that wasn't enough, it's time for Munchin Monday today. We had this conversation a while back, a couple weeks ago, and I've been aching to, to convince Eddie that he's wrongheaded about his belief that meat should not be spread. Should not. We were talking about the good folks at Underwood Deviled Ham recently. They make a, uh, well, as you can imagine, a meat spread. Mm. It is ham that has been spiced up, no. hence the deviltry. And then you smear it on a bread or a cracker or what have you. You can smear it on anything and eat it off, Ugh. really. You smear it on other meats? You can smear it on other meats. There's many recipes. We'll be talking about some of them oh, good. later on in the Garmi, uh, in the uh, Ralph Report. So, uh, yes, Underwood Deviled Ham is today's Munchin' Monday. And I got to admit, yeah. I like it. It's so nice. Uh -huh. I ate it twice. I had it for lunch today. And then we're going to have it again uh, for Munchin' wow. Monday. So You're going to clog an artery. I'm not. It's so damn good. And good for you, I'll have you know. How is it good for you? I don't know. It's not. I'm just saying. It's not good for you. So uh, all that is in store. Uh, before we get going. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, you know, make a habit of this, but unfortunately, it's becoming a habit in America. I want to send my thoughts and my love to my hometown of Philadelphia over the weekend, a uh, major shooting there at 4th and South Streets. Mm. Uh, 14 people were shot. Two, as of now, are dead. And it's, it's not the doors, people. It wasn't an unopened door? Unlocked it's not door doors and it's not video games. And it's not pot, and it's not any. Don't let them, don't let them fool you, man. And I, I, I can't tell you how many Saturday nights I hung out on that corner. When I read the story, I literally got chills because, for the better part of my young adult life, that's where we would hang on the weekends is down on South Street. And I know exactly where the shooting happened. It's right outside Jim Steaks, my oh, favorite Jim, my favorite cheesesteak place in all in all the city. And when I read the details of the shooting, it just made my blood run cold. So I already reached out to friends and family back there, and now I know we have some Garmy members from that area as well. So I'm just, um, you know, what can you do? You you're sending your best wishes and you're sending your condolences, and I'm sure the city is paralyzed with fear and anger like we all get after these things but um i'm so glad we raised that money last week for every town and i and i think we gotta keep our foot on the gas here kids we gotta try to make some reasonable changes in this at least to start because there's got to be some common there's been ground. like eight mass shootings since i know the one we talked about there's last week. one a day practically and I don't know whether we're just more aware of them or whether the world's just gone batshit crazy. But so anyway, I know I got Philly listeners uh, in the Garmy and I wanted to um, reach out to them and, and let them know that I'm thinking of them as well. 
All right. What did you, what did you do this weekend? Did anything good? Did anything uh, happen? I had, oh, a friend had a barbecue. Went over there and hung out ah. at a friend's house. That was nice. Good Great. To see some people. A bar and then, uh, mitzvah. Thirteen-year-old no, friend. Bar, no, I don't oh, have a barbecue. I, mis- bar- I misunderstood. Barbecue. You misunderstood. And then uh, Saturday night, you know, Bridget from Long Island ran one of those Zoom shows for the Gourmet. I know. She's so good to put those yeah, together and, and I, everybody I, come by. I popped on right there towards the end when I got back from the barbecue. I just Aww, jumped on. And look said at hi. you. There's a couple people still on Saying, there. Saying, everyone, hi. please so, love yeah. me. Please no. give me some love. It was, it was like feeling, six people I'm on. I feeling, just said hi. Feeling lonely. I, had, and I was not lonely. Everyone, please heap oh, praise upon me. I was not me doing it for that. Blow me kisses. I was saying hi to everyone. Ah, it was good. still there. I'm glad you did that. It was very nice to see everyone. Well, thank you to Bridget from Long Island. <laughs> Bridget from Long Island for coordinating that and making that happen. I love it when the Garmy gets together. Uh, without us being the instigators, because it means they're actually uh, they like each friends, other. and it's a real community, and they do stuff. I like it when they take it upon themselves yeah, nice. to, to do fun. stuff. Um, well, good. I'm glad you were che- you checked in. Yeah. I, I thought about it myself, but things got a little uh, hectic over the weekend. Yeah. I just didn't have a chance to mm. uh, pop in. And I don't like to say, oh, I'll stop by, because then if I don't, I feel like I'm letting right. people down. So. And they're hanging out waiting for yeah, you the whole time. I don't want that. So you, you did it. It was like... Like in any good relationship, you were representing, like you were like the vice president. Right. I, I couldn't attend the. I funeral. was an ambassador to the exactly. actual show. So you're and like, I was like you're the ambassador. I told everyone that you were there in spirit. That's good. That's good. Speaking <laughs> of spirits, yeah. And spoilers: if you haven't seen the the new Obi Wan Kenobi show on Disney Plus, uh, I'm going to be talking about it a little bit in specific, and so I don't want to ruin this for anyone. So just. Uh, Turn down your volume if you're watching it live, or um, and I'll, I'll give you a wave when I'm done, <laughs> you four stars, if you don't want to hear this. Or if you're listening to the show and you don't want to hear it, just skip ahead about a, a minute. Mm-hmm. But you're the expert on Star Wars. You're like our go-to Star Wars guy. Right, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a casual fan of right. the franchise. Right, right. I've enjoyed some of it. Some of it I really haven't liked, mm-hmm. but I don't take it one personally in one way or the other, okay. really. But I'm watching this Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yeah. And the first couple of episodes I've sort of enjoyed. Yeah. And now I think just the wheels are coming off. I don't know really? what's going on. You didn't like episode three? What are they doing to the hit to Star Wars with what they're introducing in this series? What they introduce? What are you talking about? Well, first of all, to the best of my knowledge, Princess Leia in in A New Hope. Yeah. Doesn't have a connection with Obi Wan Kenobi she in says, any way. She says in that one thing in the little thing out of R two D two, General Kenobi, you served my father in the Clone Wars. Right. She knows that much. She knows. Yeah. She doesn't say, "Oh, you ran around with me in squ- market squares she and honestly, saved me from scary people, and we rode the tr- the reins together, and we were in a train. Insane. We were on a train trip together. Remember that time when we, that big scary lady was chasing me, and you right. saved me." That has never been mentioned at any time in the Star Wars canon. Right. She doesn't say, oh, hey, Ben, I need you again. I'm, things are really looking shitty. Can she you help sent, me out? That message was sent because of her father told her to, she needs to go grab this old Jedi but on But apparently Tatooine. she knows the dude. She knows Ben Kenobi. Oh, she's she's fooled by that. You don't know. By that name change. And she was 10 at the time, and now she's 18. Oh, you don't know. It's madness. I like it. It's madness. I don't think it's madness. And then there's just enough vagueness there. And then when then in in A New Hope, when Luke busts into the prison cell and Leia's laying there. Yeah, she is. And she's like, You're a little sort for short a for a storm face vibrator. And then going. he goes, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. And she's like, Ben Kenobi. Like then it hits. 
No, because she knows Obi-Wan Kenobi is the guy her father told these great stories about because she never had any knowledge of him. I'm enjoying it. I think it's great. And what's... uh, And now we know why she named her kid Ben. What's Batty McActor doing uh, as as uh, as as uh, Darth Vader? Hayden? What's all of what's that all about? He got the suit on. What did they bring him in for? And like, he- oh, he's returning as Darth Vader, and they would they show him maybe his forehead, and then next thing you I know, think- James Earl Jones is back right. in the saddle. Well, you don't again. want Hayden Christian talking as Darth right. Vader. So why why is he even uh, there? Because I think he wanted to do it. Well. Because he didn't do it in Rogue One. I think not, he was like, he's not welcome. My schedule's kind of open. I we think I need can put a big ass on. guy in the suit, and we don't need goofy Mick Sandalot. I, I think he wanted to do it. Well, and then they were like, okay, whatever. They made a big deal about, oh, he's returning to play. Well, yeah, they're going to play, play it Darth up. Vader. Of course, they're going to play it up. It's a bunch of ass. It's not a bunch of ass. So much ass. Why is it ass? It's all ass. You're just a That's hater. That's why. You're being a hater. I'm not being a hater. There's so many things that make, don't make any goddamn sense why? in that show. There's enough vagueness in A New Hope with their relationship because they never share a screen time together, Obi-Wan and Leia. And there's just that one line. So you can fill in all that blanks with saying like, oh, maybe she didn't know who Ben Kenobi was. Maybe there wasn't enough time in the message because she was literally, her ship was literally being invaded right. when she left that message. So on the important part to get out was, oh, you served with my father. You served my father in Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. I need your help How now. About, hey, remember that ship we went through back there with the the okay, scary fine. people hate it all you want let's cut it's let's fine. let's fine. can you get again you fine. bail me out it's again fine. that's fine go ahead hate it and darth vader by the way can make flames disappear at will unless he, he did a big force push right yeah right but unless then the flames come back right. and then obi-wan kenobi's being no. saved by a robot he wanted then he can't push he's the being flames sadistic anymore. at this point and wanting to torture obi-wan so he wants him to escape oh my god He's playing with them. You will just... He's playing with him. He could have killed him at any point. You will allow just anything. He's torturing him. You'll allow anything to be okay. He he saw how broken Obi-Wan was when he was battling him. He knows he's a broken man. He's torturing him. I see. I got it. So he's sending all these people out into space to find this guy so he can let him go again. No, he knows where he's at now. Does he? He's he's torturing him. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. So much ass. There's a lot ass. of ass oh going God. on. Hater. Just saying. Hater. Stop with all your ass. Haterade. <laughs> Drink all your haterade. However, the boys debuted this weekend, and that has lived up to all of its promise. Okay, I gotta watch it. You do it. have to watch no, we'll it. See. And I don't want to spoil the first episode, first scene of the first episode for you in season three. I think I read about and that. Folks who watched it know what I'm talking about. I think I read about. about that. One of the greatest moments in cinematic history. Mm, okay. One of the greatest moments right, in cinematic fine. history. Go ahead. I'm just saying. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to hate it on purpose. Well, feel free. It's because of you. All right, kids. Now it's time for us to jump in and listen to your phone calls. We love it when you reach out to us here on the Ralph Report Hotline. Oh, one more thing. What? The little Leia kid. Yeah. She's running down. They're running down the, right. uh, the, the, the pathway. They're trying to get to the right. train or wherever she's going. Right. And uh, scary Mick. The Inquisitor. Inquisitor. Yeah, third sister. Yeah, third sister. She's like, oh, where is that little kid? Oh, she's in the giant hole. Right. And she goes after her in the hole. Right. And then, boom, she's in she's front the of, of the hole. Right. The other the she hole. knew a shortcut. She used the force to find a shortcut. So when you have the force, plot holes are meaningless is what you're saying. It just it doesn't matter. We just Star Wars is literally 
filled with potholes. This isn't the potholes. script you're looking for. This is a Jedi potholes. mind trick. No, I thought I thought that scene. I thought else. that was poor direction. I was like, come on, guys, that's a little. I know you're just trying to get to the end of the story at this point, but ass. you, you need to change that. That's all. I'm that saying. was my only complaint of that episode. Was that one scene? Was all the ass, all the assness of it. Fuck my god. Just saying, hater. I'm not hater. I like the first two, but they gotta they gotta play by the rules. I don't. I, the Leia thing doesn't bother me because yeah. there's a, enough vagueness in A New Hope where that would work. Well, that's what you want in a good story. As much vagueness as you can pack into it. That's what I've always learned in, in oh screenwriting class. All right. Garmy members who call in, we love you. You can reach out to us anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the Ralph Report hotline. Pretty simple. You can leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. Just dial up that number, one 833 Hi, Ralph. Once again, one 833 Hi, Ralph. Then I listen to each and every voicemail message. I grab a handful, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's going to play your calls now and see what's on your mind. It is Pride Month to all of our members of the LGBTQ plus community out there who are Garmy members. Celebrate and be proud. And with that in mind, every Monday we like to start the show off with a little humor, a joke to make mm. Monday a little bit more palatable. We call it Mirthful Monday. Here's today's joke. Hey, Ralph. Paul, a.k.a. Four Color PJ, Four Color General up in Ontario, Canada. Um, I've got a joke for Mirthful Monday, and since it's beginning of Pride Month, I figured we get one that ties in. Good. Um, what are the preferred pronouns of chocolate? Chocolate. I don't know. Her and she. Thank you. I'll let myself up. <laughs> Love you. Me and I. Her and she. Chocolate. I got, I got it. You didn't get it. I got it. it. I got it. Moment, you, were looked, it. you were I got staring. It. You were staring. Hershey bar. Got it. You were her, staring. She got it. You were staring up in his face. Like, you're like, was not. What? Was not staring in his face. You did. Her pronouns of chocolate. Me, me her one of these faces. And she. Her. Hershey bar. And Hershey fucking her and bar. she. If you take the words right. her you and smash she. Smash them together. And you run them together. Hershey bar. It sounds like Hershey, which. I don't know if you know this or not, but a very a popular, very, chocolate very bar, yeah. popular manufacturer of chocolate yes. here in the United States, in Pennsylvania, as a matter of fact, my old, uh, my old home state. I fucking got it. And, uh, but if you break up the word Hershey, right, her, like Hershey's Kisses or Hershey Bar, right, it becomes her and she, and she like which the relates to pronouns. pronouns. Yes, I'll explain it to you after the I'm show. I'm good. It's not a problem. I'm really good. Uh, because it's live here with the four stars in the hizzy, as we said earlier. We like to do our drawn in 60 seconds because it gives them a chance to peek, to peep out, yo. Peep, stop, dude, with the OPP <laughs> shit, man. They're going to peep We're out so old. what Eddie Pence no is, one's peeping anything. is putting down on the paper no, with his pen. I'm not putting anything down. Yo. I'm not putting, laying it down. I'm some, not putting it down. It's going to school y'all. Oh, my God. And some art and whatnot. We're getting schooled. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ. Boy, a little, little Star Wars criticism really puts your teeth I'm on not, edge, no, doesn't it? I'm not yeah. on edge. A little cranky. I think it's a fabulous you're series. A little cranky. And we're watching a man full just, of PTSD. Just saying, you're a little fucking cranky. try to survive and find himself again. Pretty, pretty flashbang reaction there. It's not a flashbang reaction. So we're gonna have Eddie draw something. I already broke the news last week. Everyone's been calling in for days, insisting on one particular subject matter for Eddie's drawn in sixty seconds. 
going on, guys? I don't even know how to request this, but just do something with Elvis Pooh, <laughs> right? You got to. Oh, it's Chuck T in Iowa. LMB. Hey, Ralph, Yoho, Odie, and Steve. Uh, just calling in with a uh, suggestion for a drawn in 60 seconds. I actually shudder to think about it, but I'm going to go forward anyway. Um, Eddie needs to draw Mr. Elvis Pooh. Yeah. Elvis Pooh. Elvis Pooh. Oh, my God. John in 60 seconds, buddy. Elvis Pooh. I got to see that. Yeah. Bye. 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 That guy thinks he's scared. How do you think I feel? We're giving we're giving Eddie free reign. <laughs> Pooh is in the title of the thing we're asking him to draw, and we gave him an entire weekend to mull it over. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more terrified than I am right now. But there's nothing I can do about it. It's time for Drawn in 60 Seconds. Drawn in 60 Seconds, what's Eddie going to sketch now? Drawn up, Eddie. What's Ralph's monologue going to be about? Eddie, put the pepper paper, paper, make a scream and shout. It's Drawn in 60 Seconds, what's Eddie going to doodle now? Yeah, what's he going to doodle now? All right, you know how it works. Eddie puts pen to paper and comes up with a magical piece of art that we will auction. Um, not auction. Oh, can't say that. No. I can't say raffle. raffle at all. Can't say auction. Ralphle. It is a raffle, which has nothing to do with any of those other words that I uh, mentioned previously. We're going to raffle it off for a worthy charity. And uh, this week's charity, by the way, is going to a Garmy member. Aaron Scabaretti is raising some money for the Mark M Michael J. Fox Parkinson oh, that's Foundation. A good, that's a good cause. And so she is doing a uh, one of those run walks uh, this oh, nice. uh, this coming month, I think on the 18th, I believe. Okay. So we're going to have Garmy members join her team and raise some money to fight Parkinson's disease, which is a hideous, Great idea. hideous ailment. And so uh, one of our own Garmy members is doing something positive and trying to raise some money for a worthy cause. So we're going to help her out. That's what this week's charity will be. You know, we have a one-minute timer here on the Ralph Report. Exactly 60 seconds. That's how much time we give Eddie to work his magic. Mm. And I usually fill that time with something that's been on my mind. And so uh, it's time for Drawn in 60 Seconds. We were talking previously about Star Wars and the boys and, and other pieces of work that are very entertaining. But as I look at the weekend's box office, and I haven't seen Top Gun yet, but I understand it's terrific. I am concerned that our artists are being squeezed out of the market by reboots and remakes and reunions and, and revivals. And I got nothing against being entertained by stuff that I've already been entertained by. But I know so many artists who have so many cool original ideas, things that no one has done before. Yeah, I get it. It's risky, especially if you're a businessman at one of these big corporations and all your concern is the bottom line. You want to have some, some assurance that you're going to get a return on your investment. That's not good for art. It's not good for the culture. It's not good for any of us. So if you're an artist, don't give up. If you've got an original idea, keep fighting. Trying to get that out in the world is important, in my opinion. And, and I do my best to, to support original ideas. That's all. Here's an original. Uh, oh, my God. Elvis Poosley. Elvis Poosley. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It is. Doing his classic karate stance. Literally, poo. He's got sunglasses on. <laughs> hair. He's doing the famous Elvis smirk. I get that. But it's poo stuffed inside. <laughs> 
guy in an Elvis jumpsuit. And there's some pee on the ground. So, because you can't poop. Why is there pee on the ground? Because you can't poop without peeing. But that's not, it's not physically possible. He's not pooping. Well, he is poop. The butt that pooped him out had to pee. So, there's got to be pee there because you can't poop and not pee. Of course. You it wasn't enough to, you drew a figure made entirely of feces. You had to, you had to add a puddle of urine as you well. You can't poo and not pee. It's not physically possible. It's uh, the That's hands science. of Elvis Poosley are uh, sloppy uh, poo are yeah, coming there's out. There's some corn there. chunks in there too. I tried. I couldn't really get the detail in. I just didn't have the time. Minute and a half, I maybe. Just, minute and a half. I just. And they title it Elvis Poosley. Elvis Poosley could be yours uh, at the in the raffle later on this week. So stay tuned for that, kids. Elvis Poosley. Yeah, we got it. Like a remote. Like <laughs> we a remote. got it. Like a remote. You send that to Austin Butler, the star of the new Elvis, Elvis movie. I bet he'd Poosley. be glad to have that. Yeah, we got it. Elvis Poosley. Poosley. Like a remote. Because Presley is the, uh, the last right. name of but the original guy. Poo. This guy is made out of poo. That's Drawn in 60 Seconds. Drawn in 60 Seconds. Starring Eddie Pence. Can't poo and not pee. Yep. Gotcha. Got your not opinion on that. physically uh, possible. That, that thing. All right. Well, Eddie, sad to say, I know we're working you hard today, and I apologize <laughs> to do it on a Monday. <laughs> but your work is not yet done. What, have I not, what do I got to do now? Because people have been demanding, many folks calling in after the show on Friday, asking for the return of one of our most popular and yet sporadic recurring segments. <laughs> Ralph Eddie, Patrick, and Van Nuys. Um, after the Queen quiz, um, the uh, Garmy Game Show on Friday, can we please, I don't care what song you pick, but can we please get a Queen Eddie Oki? We had Freddie Mercury. You know we want Eddie Mercury. Yeah, you do. It's time for Eddie Oki. I think Eddie needs to sing Queen's Killer. <laughs> killer as eddie uh identified it actually known aka killer queen killer is the queen. name of the song killer yes. queen um a lot of people requesting eddie sing killer queen for eddie Oki, so he can draw he can sing is there nothing i'm a double talent that this man can't do you double can do threat. A, what Th double double threat. actor Comedian, quadruple threat, writer, director, producer. You're a Renaissance man. Am, You're a goddamn am, Orson Welles. I am a Renaissance. Is man. what you are, and he's here to prove it with Eddie Oki. It's time for Eddie Oki. Eddie Oki. As always, I provide Eddie with the lyrics to the song. I will cue him as to when it starts. You're familiar with Killer Queen, right? You recognize it when we played the played the clip on Friday. I got the 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 the, the hook part. <laughs> Not so much the the verse, but you know no, the chorus. Yeah, I know the chorus. Oh, all right. We'll, we'll see this, what happens. This should be fascinating. You're gonna find this hard to believe, but Eddie does not get a chance to rehearse these things no. before we do I don't it. Know on what Eddie the fuck Oki. I'm walking into when we, I come to the we show? We kind of spring it on him. Uh, I will cue you when it starts. This one's kind of starts cold. Oh, fuck. But they give, they give us a, a countdown. It's not going to help. Like two two counts of four. Okay. And I will count you down into it, and I will point to you when it starts. 
All right, I don't. All right. We'll see. This is I know that doesn't mean a lot to you, Not but at all. it'll make sense when it's when you're in the moment. Get the microphone far away. All right. Here it is. Queen's Killer Queen as done by our own Eddie Mercury. Two, three, four, one, two, three. She keeps her moet itching on in her pretty cabinet. Let them eat cake, she says, just like Marie Antoinette. A built-in remedy for Kushev and Kennedy. At any time an invitation, you can't decline. Caviar and cigarettes while versed in etiquette. Extraordinarily nice, she's the killer. Dynamite with a laser beam. Guaranteed to blow your mind anytime recommended at the price. Insatiable and appetite. Wanna try? Killer Queen! Uh, the second one the killer queen I like that's my favorite part of the that's song that's not uh it's pretty good it's not good for the gilbert, ears gilbert can fix it can he probably can not. he fix my ears no, no. I, that hurt my ears yeah i don't was, know how i'm not famous i don't either that's what the question <laughs> we've all been asking for this whole time is <laughs> the killer? all right okay Speaking of music, we play upbeat tunes for you every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. They're called our happy hits. This kind of made me sad. You know, good old uh, Midnight Smoke there oh, from yeah, yeah, Buffalo yeah. Smokey. Yeah, yeah. He called in asking for a happy hit because he's had an unfortunate situation in his oh, no. life that many of us have been through oh, before. No. Hey, Ralph, Eddie. It's uh, Steve Colsani, Midnight Smoke, four star from Buffalo. I have a request for a happy hit. Uh, uh, if, if you guys would, wouldn't mind, uh, yesterday our little company got bought out by a huge corporation. About two hours after that, I got a call from that new company saying they don't need me anymore and they can't find a position for me with my disability from working from home, <laughs> which fucking blows because the job I had was great and the owners I had were phenomenal. Um, I've been doing this for like 13 years and shit. Um, but at the same time, it was like shitty and I wasn't expecting it. This might be a good sign. It might be the push I need to do my own thing with BFYTW, kind of like you did with the Ralph Report after leaving K-Rock. So for a happy hit today, I don't have one. I just need something, man. And I know you went through the same thing. Like, you, all of a sudden, you just don't have a job, yep. right? And you just got to figure out what to do. And you are doing your own thing. And I've been trying to get BFY off the ground. So I get the studio built. We're going to start hopefully getting power to it so I can start doing this soon. That, that, that's what I'd love. So for the happy hit for me, Ralph, I'd like to listen to whatever you listened to when you left K-Rock, when you had that same issue happen. All right. I love you. Love you. Love the Garmy. Seriously. I can't wait to see you guys all in fucking person again. All right. LMB. Thank you, Smokey. Listen, pal, hang in there. And yes, when you lose your job, when you've been fired or let go or however the corporations want to couch it, it doesn't change the emotional and mental and physical impact of that happening. It is alternatingly terrifying and infuriating and you're angry and you're hurt and there's a lot going on there. I get it. Trust me, I get it. However, the one thing I recognized, certainly not as much during it, but certainly afterwards, is that in the big picture, 
you can always get another job. There's always something else down the road that, that a person who's committed, who has talent and, and um, the, uh, the drive to, to accomplish something, you will, you'll get something. You'll be someplace. And so, and, and if you compare that to illness or the loss of a loved one, or, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of worse things that could be happening to you. So I get it. I'm not trying to belittle or diminish what you're going through at all, but I speak from experience that you can rise out of this. And sometimes in many cases, and certainly is in mine, better than you were before. And I certainly hope that's the case for you. With that in mind, the song that I listened to a lot after K-Rock Let Me Go was a song that is inspirational, but also has a lighter side to it. You can find a lot of music that's sort of heavy-handed and inspirational, and you will rise again in a lot of this bullshit. But one of my heroes, Frank Sinatra, did a song, and it's it's about hanging in there and, and fighting the good fight, but it's also a little lighter than others. So I thought for a happy hit, this would be a good pick. It's called That's Life by my one of my all-time favorites, Frank Sinatra. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. I said that's life. That's life. And as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks stomping on a dream. But I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Flat on my face I pick myself up and get back in the race That's life That's life I tell you, I can't deny it I thought of quitting, baby but my heart just ain't gonna buy it And if I didn't think it was worth one single try I'd jump right on a big bird And then I'd fly Come on mm. I said that's life <laughs> Awesome tune Smokey, hang in there, brother You will Rise from the ashes like the phoenix and uh, come up with something better for yourself. I guarantee. I guarantee. That's it for today's Ralph Report. Nope. <laughs> That's wrong. That's not right. That's it for today's Garmy on the Line. I was, so much more show today. I almost checked out myself there. <laughs> Got a little distracted. Thanks to everybody who called in. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. But in order for that to happen, well, you got to call me. Call me. Everyone's talking about
Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time for us to look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, June 6th, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp So grant our wishes, please And tell us what went down this day in history On this day in 1813 The U.S. invasion of Canada Halted at Stony Creek, Ontario Say what? You heard me. We invaded Canada? What's wrong with us? <laughs> that, how rude. We invaded Canada? How can you invade Canada? I didn't know we did that. The nicest people in the world. Was there a reason for it? Of course there was. We just want to be more America? Yeah, we want to just be more us. Hey, what, you have stuff? We want we it. We want it. <laughs> We're just going to bring our Ugh. shit over there. Wow. Try to why take did, it from you. Why did it stop, does it say? Uh, just I'm halted? Guessing the Canadians... Kicked their ass and sent them home. I have no idea. I did. I but I never knew about the U.S. invasion of Canada. I didn't know that either. I'm I'm sorry, Canada. I apologize. I'm not shocked by it. But I'm I didn't not know either. It. I didn't but know I apologize. It. We went to war with everybody else. Well, yeah, seems only uh, right. We, made, we didn't want if to. If I'm feel not bad. mistaken, I believe the Canadians were the only ones ever successfully to invade America, and and they didn't they burn the the White House down, Canada. Yeah. I, well, I know the, the White House burned at one point. I, was, believe, was that the I believe the Canadians the were Canadians? the ones who lit the match. Don't <laughs> fuck with Canada. They seem all nice and polite on the outside. It's always that quite nice, quiet, nice dude. You don't want to push fuck him with. too far. He's a psychopath deep down inside. He ain't stopping until you're dead. No. He's got some bodies in the basement. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I hope I'm right about that Canada burning the White House. Down You'll find thing. out in about five hours. <laughs> so true. God, I hope I'm right. Oh, I could stop the show and you check. You could. But it's too late. The emails are sent. The Jack Daniels is kicking in, and I just find it hard to give a shit right now. So we're going to move <laughs> forward. In 1816, 10 inches of snowfall in New England on this day. Okay. It's oh my June God. 6th. Fuck, I just realized it's June. Yeah. Fuck. 10 inches of snowfall. You know why it happened? Because of Mount Tambora in Indonesia. Oh. One of the largest Volcano. volcanic explosions in recorded history. Yeah threw up so much ash and a, debris into the air, it was literally called around the world the year without a summer. Wow. The entire planet was chilled multiple degrees, mm. and a great portion of the northern hemisphere suffered uh, bizarre winter-like oh. weather conditions. We could use that right now. Yeah, we could. That's how we stop global warming. Get a volcano to go we off. We just blow some volcanoes up. Why didn't we think of this know. before? We need some rain, too. Yeah, we do. Um, oh, this guy's my man. 1822, Alexis St. Martin mm -hmm. was shot in the stomach. Oh, that's a bad one. And he was treated by physician William Beaumont. Okay. And Beaumont used the situation to conduct digestion experiments 
on Alexis St. Martin. While he was alive? No, he lived. Oh. And he survived the gunshot. All right. But <laughs> Dr. Beaumont He's said, like, all right, I saved your life. All right. I want you to sign this contract with me. All right. Which says I can use the hole in your stomach and conduct some experiments into digestion for this thesis well, that I'm working on. Did he have on. him sign it while he was currently bleeding out from the gunshot? It may have been. Because that would make sense. Either way, Dr. Beaumont became the father of gastric physiology. Oh, okay. He was able to use Alexis as a guinea pig, basically. Wow. And fulfill his obligations after having him sign a servant's contract. Wow. So the dude, he kept the dude alive. But he kept the hole in his stomach open oh. so he could just get in there and see what's what. Oh, dude. Look, sometimes science needs to be cruel. <laughs> you got to be cruel to be kind. Yeah. Okay, say that when you get gut shot. And the doctor's like, I'll save you. But will it help mankind? Then as long as I'm not dying, you can play around in there. Oh Tell my me what God, you find. Dude. That'd be interesting. No, thank you. 1844, George Williams in London, England, founded an institution that was a godsend to so many young men in desperate need of help. Hogwarts. <laughs> That's not a real place. This is a real place and helped so many young men that they still have them today. In London, England? Or everywhere. 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 Around the world. And they still sing about them at many bars especially in West Hollywood. Ah. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Right? Oh, yeah. So many young men had no place to stay, and they could go to the YMCA. Right. Take a bath. They could shower, meet, make friends. Make other men friends. Oh. See, you always have to put a negative connotation negative on it. Huh? Sounds like you did. No, I didn't. Young Was it young um, men? Young Men's Men, Christian, Christian Association. Right. Nothing good comes out of that. Nothing good comes out of that. those words put together. I would like to hang out with some young Christian men. I bet you would. I think. I bet you would. I think we could. Sure. Work together towards a better future. Sure. Good. In the woods alone. Secrets. 1859 in Australia, Queensland established themselves as a separate colony from New South Wales on this day. Good for them. It's Queensland Day. So to all of our Australian listeners in the Garmy, uh, happy Queensland Day if you happen to be living there in Queensland. Killer? No, Queensland? don't. Don't break us again. So many complaints, by the way, from the four-star generals who are listening to the show live. Gilbert can't help them because no. they were listening to it live. Yeah, that's what so you get. So they're bleeding ears. Take the good with the bad, guys. <laughs> Think about next time you call in for Eddie Oakey. Um, you know what I say about the 1800s, Eddie Pence? Ripe. <laughs> really? Ripe. Have you just surrendered? Have you just given up? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to cut everything down to you one don't word. don't really want to... Killer? Ripe? You just don't want to play any longer? Let me know. If you just if you ever just get fed ripe. up, like, you decide you just can't anymore. Dude, I'm drawling, I'm singing, what do you, that, I can tap that. dance if you want me to. You could say... I'm doing everything here. Ripe with inventions. Ripe. Ripe for inventions. It would be rife with inventions. It would be rife for inventions. Or ripe for inventions. Right. Either way, the 1800s were ripe for inventions. Loaded up with inventions. Ripe for inventions. And on this day, Henry W. Seeley in New York City got his patent for the electric iron. Oh, okay. Before you had to put hot coals in it. That's a big fucking deal. You have to sit it on your stove, yeah. heat it up, iron for a bit. It would get cold. You put, put it back. back. Yeah. This guy changed everything. Right. Now, unfortunately, his original plan was to have a carbon arc 
light that heated the inside of the iron. That's probably not safe. Which would often burst into flames <laughs> and burn buildings down. So it wasn't a great, it wasn't a perfect hey, invention. There's always hiccups along the way. But it was a good invention. Yeah. At least you didn't have to open someone's stomach and play around with it in order to fi finish his invention. <laughs> uh, the United States Polo Association was formed on this day in 1890. Oh. Fuck polo. I didn't know we had a polo Fuck association. Fuck polo. People always say, oh, g golf is the sport of the elites and blah, blah. How about fucking polo? We got to own horses just to play the game. Well, it's basically golf on a horse, right? Basically, yes. <laughs> golf wasn't exclusive enough for some people. So they said, I'd like to introduce a really expensive animal into the mix yeah, so that a horse to make play. sure that no underlings can ever get yeah. out there and play. Have you ever seen a polo match live? I have not. They're pretty boring. I have no interest. Pretty, I saw one. It's pretty boring. Why would you... Because I went to the, the Will Rogers uh, State Park out there in Santa Monica, yes. and there's a polo ground there because he know. was big into polo. I and know, because he was rich, yeah. and he could afford to be. Exactly, and so they had a polo match going on while we were looking around the thing. We looked, stopped and looked at it for a minute, and they're like, this is boring as shit. Croquet on horses. Ugh. Awful. 1896, Frank Samuelson and George Harbo set a record that was not broken for 114 years after they sent it, set it on this day wow. in, 1850, in 1896. They rowed a boat across the Atlantic. That's stupid. In 55 days. Did the boat with the motor sink? No, they were. That was the point. They that were was, rowing on purpose. That's dumb. They didn't need. A, they didn't want a motor. A rowboat. They didn't. They rowed a boat across the Atlantic. Like a two-person rowboat, like a little tiny rowboat. No, it was a forty-seven-person rowboat, but they were the well, only two who were actually were were paddling. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, that's got to be hard to do. Uh, eighteen ninety-nine, inventor James Ricks was oh. issued his patent again. The eighteen hundreds. Did they have to shit off the boat? Like, how would they shit? On the rowboat. They just have to hang their ass over and shit, right? I guess, yeah. Oh, my God. Savages. <laughs> That's the least of their troubles. That's the first thing I'm thinking of is like, fuck, How dude. do you shit? How do you shit? That's just the first thing you're thinking Hang your ass over of. the boat and shit? I'm thinking of, I don't want to row a boat for 55 days. You're worried about pooping. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's the thing you got to concern yourself with because it's twice a day if you're regular. James Ricks, on this day in 1899, was issued his patent for horse rubbers. Oh. For contraceptives for horses? No. Oh. These were used uh, to go over horses' shoes in sleety weather so they wouldn't slip. Oh, that's, that's nice. I thought so. That's nice. Uh, Purcell, the first self-acting household detergent, was marketed on this day in 1907. Mm -hmm. In 1914, the very first air flight featuring... A flight being out of sight of land. So, oh. meaning they flew far enough that they couldn't see land anywhere around. Them. That's frightening. In 1914, you're goddamn that right, it's frightening. frightening. It was a flight from Scotland to Norway. Oof. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, 1916, voters in East Cleveland approved women's suffrage. The fuckers in West Cleveland nope. had what? no interest. Women can't vote. Which led to the famous, of course, Cleveland Civil War, if you remember oh, yeah. correctly. Yeah, the very famous one. Yeah. Uh, also on this day, 1925, Walter Chrysler founded his automobile manufacturing corporation, the Chrysler Corporation. Still with us today. Yeah. You wouldn't get the PT Cruiser without Chrysler. <laughs> We're lucky for that. Oh, the PT Cruiser. It's a beautiful machine. Oh, I would love to have a PT Cruiser. You would? That's a good-looking car. It's not. It is. No, it's not. It reminds me of something like the Joker would drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fun to it's me. fucking terrible, That's man. That's a fun ride. Oh. Such a fucking shitty looking car. Come on, that'd be fun to oh, have a PT no. Cruiser. I rented one one time. Didn't. They're awful. 
Well, I didn't get, I didn't rent it on purpose. They were like, this is all we have on the lot. And I'm like, well, fuck, it's either that or don't do the trip. So I took the PT Cruiser. Like a moron driving that around. 1933, Richard Hollingshead opened one of the, not one of, sorry, the first drive-in movie theater in the world. Hmm. Admiral Wilson Boulevard in Pensacola, New Jersey, right across the bridge from where I grew up. You ever go to that one? I did. 89... Years ago, it's the 89th birthday of the drive-in. Hmm. So happy birthday! Is it still operational? The drive-in? It, no, it's oh, long gone. That's too bad. But uh, at the time when he opened it, had nine rows of parking on 10 acres, room for 400 cars. Admission was 25 cents per car, wow, and 25 cents per person to a maximum of one dollar. So you could, if you could squeeze more than four people you into get your, your car, money's worth, you, you for a buck, you could go see a movie. <laughs> 1933, that's pretty advanced thinking yeah. for 33. Yeah. Uh, by the time, and I was long gone by the time I was going to the movies, but I do remember there was one in Philadelphia up on Route 1 near uh, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. It was a X-rated drive-in movie Oh, no, really? Yes. Fuck yeah. It was a porn So much of cars driving off in cars. Well, I was underage at the time. So we never got in, but you could park and watch <laughs> and sneak through the bushes and stick your head out and watch there from a could. distance. <laughs> <laughs> or there was a Hilton right next to the, <laughs> just open up the windows and right next to the drive-in. And from certain rooms, wow, you could just sit there and watch the porn, porn on the giant screen at oh, the drive-in theater. I can't believe that X-rated. It was called the Lincoln Drive-In, and it was an X-rated drive-in movie theater. That's Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That's amazing. I can't believe that ever existed. Me either. But I That's think a- of the times we would park in the Lincoln parking lot and then, like commandos, just work our way through the brush to get on the other side so that we could peek out and see the right. porn on the other side, like 14, 15, 16 years Those old. were innocent days when you could watch porn with other dudes. Yeah. Those were the good days. Well, you still can. You can't now. Why not? You can't sit around with some buddies and watch porn. Why not? It's fucking weird. We can absolutely, when we stop recording here, no. we can go into the TV room watch. and I'll pull up some really no. hardcore shit. That would be weird and, to and me. And we can just hang out. That would be super weird. We can just weird. hang out and chat and watch We should some do a Garmy watch party with porn. We just all sit along and watch porn together. That's a great That's idea. An amazing idea. We should do a live watch party yeah. where we just flick around just watch porn just picking random porns yeah. and do like a misty like a mystery science theater With 3000 porn, porn <laughs> thing that would be the five-star level oh, i think we found i it. think we've just found the five-star <laughs> level it'd be like a weekly porn commentary <laughs> live stream we'll go through all the classics oh we fuck the classics well, not well, the, literally. The, the, ones, but. <laughs> the ones today are a little not so, they're not, you know. I, I got plenty to say. There's, I guess. They're not, there's no story anymore. Who needs story? But that's the story when you make have fun genitals. Of. I want the story. <laughs> the man. Ralph Report. I know that's going to come back to haunt me. <laughs> Who needs stories when you have genitals? That's true. 1944 on this day was D Day. God bless those soldiers. Kids. I mean, 18, 19, 20, 21 yeah. years old, storming the ba- the beaches at Normandy, France to uh, protect our freedoms. Craziness, dude. Yeah. Nuts. 1946, in television history, Henry Morgan, comedian Henry Morgan, became the first man to take off his shirt on live television. Ooh, hubba hubba. Right? right. 
He was complaining about how hot the studio was and no one was listening to him. So he just stripped to the waist, complaining to the audience how hot the lights were. People just clutching pearls left and right. Yeah, they were. Speaking of television, 1949, the very first parody game show debuted on CBS TV. What was that? It was called It Pays to be Ignorant. Oh. And it was a spoof on game shows that would ask people to come up with answers to questions. Mm -hmm. This was all about stupid people. And they had comedians playing the stupid people. Right. And you could give any answer except for the right answer. <laughs> Here's the opening to It Pays to be Ignorant. It Pays to be Ignorant. That's their theme I song like right there. I'd like to see that show come back. That would be. That would that's be. It, I, all of America could I know, play. that's true. But that's right. He's right, man. That was the point of this was like, Oh, any reasonable person would, would think this is would would get the answer to this question. Yeah, but, but we have alternative facts. These now, so. these clowns. Oh, isn't that funny how they got it wrong? No, <laughs> now everybody would get it wrong. Nineteen sixty, Roy Orbison released one of his most famous classic songs. Only the lonely. Speaking of music, in 1962, the Beatles met their producer, George Martin, for the first time on this day, and he wanted to record some songs to see how they sounded in the studio. Most of the Beatles' catalog at that time were cover songs that they were playing when they oh, were yeah. on stage. So this was one of their very first recorded songs ever. Pete Best, their original drummer, still on drums on this one, uh, called Besame Mucho. Besame each time I cling to your kiss, I hear music divine. So, besame, besame mucho. I'll love you forever, say that you'll always be mine. You wouldn't listen to that and say, this is going to be one of the most... No. You influential wouldn't. bands in the history I mean, of pop. You can hear the music. sound. You can hear the sound a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean, it's fine. But that song, but, uh, you wouldn't. No, no, not at all. In 1969, on this day, Joan Namath resigned from the NFL, retired, quit. Yeah. Pete Rozelle, the base, the football commissioner at the time, said that he had to sell his stake in a bar in New York City because mafia guys were hanging out there. Oh, and Joe and, and shit, Joe yeah. Namath said, "Screw that! There's I. This is my joint." The mob, they can come in there and drink, but I have no connection with them, and I'm not going to be forced out of my business by right. the NFL. So he actually retired and then unretired a couple months yeah, later yeah. for the start of the season. <laughs> so he made a statement, but and then, then didn't. And then, and then said, raised it. And backed up quickly. <laughs> ended up selling his portion of the bar, yeah. sucked it it's up because like, he wanted to make some money. I can buy a new bar later. Yeah, exactly. 1971 was the final broadcast of the Ed Sullivan Show. As we always say here, inexplicable that that man hosted a television show for 20-some-odd years. Madness. Just had a speech <laughs> impediment. Had no charisma. It was but just a nightmare. Fine-looking. Fine-looking man. Ugly. Had nothing going for him that anyone would say, yes, put him on television. Right here, there were, we have a group of acrobats to come out here and do some really crazy things. You're going to really love them tonight on the big show. 1974, on this day, the 47th National Spelling Bee was decided. Oh. Julianne Junkin won. She was 12 years old. Did you have to spell her last name? No. She was from Gordo, Alabama, and she had to spell hydrophyte. Oh. Hydrophyte. Hydrophyte is a plant that exists solely on water, either mm. on the banks of a body of water submerged underneath the water or floating on top of the oh, water. Wow. 
Hydrophyte. 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 You want to take a shot, Eddie Pence? You want to yeah. take a shot at spelling? Hydrophyte. Hydrophyte. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Yes. A lily pad <laughs> is a hydrophyte. Hydrophyte. H-Y-D-R-O-F-I-T-E? P-H-I-T-E. P-H-I-G-T-H. I'm sorry. Fuck. Hydrophyte. A- hyphen. Is there a hyphen There's in there? There's no hyphen. H-Y-D-R-O. P-H-Y. Oh, the T-E. fucking Y-T-E. Y-T-E. Bullshit. Yes, I'm sorry. Y-T-E. A 12-year-old girl from Alabama. Got it. Got it. Smart girl. Just saying. Good for her. 1983 on this day, Susan Lucci lost for the fourth time at the Daytime Emmy Awards presentation. She's going to lose a bunch more, I believe. In the course of her career, Eddie, she was nominated 21 times for a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress for her work in All My Children. She only won once. Damn. Damn. 21 nominations, one win. That's crazy. Yes, but it was better for her career, I think, than if she had won a bunch of times. Probably. Because she became the talk of show business because she was nominated so many times and didn't win. True. So it probably did her a world of good. In 1983, also on this day, the 13th James Bond film and one of the absolute worst, Octopussy, was released. Oh, yeah. In London, it's an awful film. I love that movie. It's bad. It makes it literally makes James Bond a clown. Literally, and a horse's ass, and a horse's ass, <laughs> and it has one of the most forgettable Bond themes ever. We're an all-time high. We'll change all that's gone If I had to ask you what was the theme to Octopussy, <laughs> you wouldn't come up with, oh, Rita Coolidge's all-time high, of course. It's a forgettable it's theme. It's one of my favorite Bond it's themes. It's a forgettable theme. It's awful. 1984, the video game Tetris was released mm. in the Soviet Union. Did you know that was a Russian game? I knew it was game? a Russian game, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1986, Ron Teitelbaum opened the very first Johnny Rockets restaurant oh, yeah. on yeah. Melrose Avenue in Los Angeles. That's not there anymore. I think no, they closed it. It did close in 2015. Yeah. Um, Dana Plato. Remember her from from um, Tragic Life. Yes, Tragic Life. She was the daughter to Willis and Arnold yeah. on Different Strokes. She received a six-year suspended sentence for robbing a video store on this day in 1991. Yeah. If you had said Todd Bridges would be the only surviving member of that I mean, cast, you'd be shocked. Yeah, would, it's like you had lost all your money. If that take, was a bet. I would take that action because the odds would be amazing. 1991, also on this day, NBC announced Jay Leno would secede Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show. Mm. Dave got screwed. He did. On this day. Sex in the City premiered on this day in 1998. In 2007, Stanley Cup final at the Honda Center, the Anaheim Ducks defeated the Ottawa Senators for their first Stanley Cup championship ever. 2018. LeBron James eclipsed Michael Jordan's record of the most 30-point games in NBA playoff history. Wow. You know, I know Jordan is still considered largely by some people as the greatest. Yeah. But LeBron James, you got to put him in the conversation. He's in the the top five, for sure. And in 2018 also, special pedestrian lanes were introduced in Xi'an, China. (sighs) See, this is the problem with the world. What? We keep accommodating idiots and assholes. They set up special pedestrian lanes on the sidewalk 
just for what they call fubbers. Fubbers? Yes. Fubbers are slow-walking smartphone users. Oh, my God. So if you're looking at your phone and you're walking really slowly, you get in the fubber lane, and that, that way you stay out of the way of the people who have right. someplace to go, and you also don't run into traffic or But or if you wander outside phone. the fubber lane, you're free game, right? I think so. I would hope. I, I would, too. Instead of saying, hey, asshole, don't look at your phone while you're walking around the town, they built them a special lane so they could all be herded <sighs> into their own location. We are outnumbered. I suppose. All right, you know what we do at this point. We find a food related to this day in history, run it past Daddy Pence, seeing if it's something he'd be willing to eat or perhaps stick up his ass and pull out. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is that Elvis Poosley? Yeah, he was coming out, and that's what he said. <laughs> he got pulled out, and he was... Here's how we find out if Eddie would eat something. We pull the handle <laughs> of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round, and when they stop, if they match... Jackpot. That means Eddie's eating. However, if they don't... <laughs> that means he's not eating. In 1916, on this day, Kraft and Brothers Company received their patent for the process of sterilizing cheese and an improved product produced by such process. Wow. What does that mean? The origin of processed cheese, oh, processed my cheese. If it wasn't for these guys, we wouldn't have all the magical cheeses we have today. <laughs> we have cheese in a can that you can yeah. spray. Yeah. We have Velveeta, motherfucking Velveeta. Yeah, not even real cheese. We've got Kraft American Powder. cheese singles. Just add water. Powder that you can add with noodles and boiling water. It's a, it's a cheese-topia. Thanks to the Kraft brothers on this day in 1916. Originally, Velveeta, by the way, was advertised as a nutritious health food. I remember we talked about that, yeah. In 1930s, it was the first food to gain American Medical, Medical Association's seal of approval. Yeah. They took that back, didn't they? They did, yes. Now it has to be identified as something not quite it's cheese. A food product. It has to be called a pasteurized prepared cheese product <laughs> by law. So let's make Velveeta the food of the day. Is that something Eddie Pence would like to stick in his face or maybe up his ass? There's only one way for us to find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One brick, two bricks. Eddie Pence loved Velveeta. He was a magic on his penis. And then why jackpot has really made this dark turn i would like to know how you would taste velveeta off your own penis why the big penis oh please you like velveeta it's okay i don't i don't i remember last time i've had it but i've had it before so good i've had it i love processed cheese i I consider myself pretty much a guy with sophisticated taste right but but i have weaknesses for certain the big bowl of processed cheese is all you not gonna have a bowl of it but like that cheese in a can on crackers I can yeah. I can sit down. I like the easy cheese you spray out onto a cracker. The what the cheese do you think I was cheese? just talking about? I thought you said a can cheese in a right. But you what, say what the, does it come in? Che- it's a can, but it's a it's a spray can thing. You said a can, like I was thinking, like the spreadable meats, like it's a like a cheese in a in a can that you take out with a knife and spread it. Have you ever like seen, a cream cheese? Have you seen canned cheese? Yeah. What cheese comes in a can? Please I'll find some. Please tell me. I don't with, know what some cheese. sort of. There's some sort of Mexican cheese you can put in a can. I've seen it. It's got things of jalapenos in it. I'm sure. 
I promise you that comes, if such a thing does exist, it comes in a jar. Jar can. That's like tomato, tomato. <laughs> jar can. It's the same shit. Dear God. All right. All right. Fine. It's time for us to move along. Help me, Obi-Wan. I- <laughs> that is today's This Day in History. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. Oh, Jesus. Mm. We're mm. over an hour in this show. Are we? We're not even into the show business. Well, we had 45 yet. minutes of the soundboard dropping out. Uh, that's true, yeah. So, but... People who listen to the show won't know that they happened, won't know. Eddie. So it's all lost time to them. So let's not oh, draw break, too much attention to that. that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> the words of Wizard the Oz. Wizard the Oz. Wizard That's the not Oz. The name of that movie. That's is his it? name. Wizard the Oz. Let's take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Wow, this Top Gun Maverick man, still going? Unstoppable. I gotta see it. I haven't seen it yet either. I gotta see it. It dropped 32% in its second box office weekend, which may sound a lot to you, but in fact, it is the smallest week-to-week decline ever for a movie that opened at over $100 million at the box really? office. Well, it makes sense. If everyone goes opening weekend That's and true. you have an opening weekend of over $100 million, yeah. you've got to figure most of your audience has seen it, so they expect... The drop-off for Weekend 2 would be considerable. I thought like Endgame or Infinity War, one of those movies would have a big second weekend. No, it turns out that uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, lost 40% of its opening weekend. Uh, Shrek 2 in 2004 lost only 33% of its opening weekend. I think we forget the phenomenon that was Shrek. Shrek was was massive. So with an additional $86 million at the box office this weekend, that puts it at just shy of $300 million domestically and about uh, $500 million worldwide. So congratulations. Yeah. Tom Cruise. He gets younger. He's getting younger from all of our money mm-hmm. we're giving him. He looks good in the in the trailer for this movie, but have you seen him just like at the, at the, the premiere The red carpet and stuff he looked He's showing his age. Something's going on. It's not even age. It looks like he got a... Like a, he's in anaphylactic shock or something. His face is swelling up like a bee stung him. <laughs> Maybe he got stung by a bee. You don't Something's know. going on. There's bees everywhere. I don't know what they're doing to him at the Scientology Center, but they're pumping him full of something that isn't good. <laughs> uh, sad news. Dave Smith has passed away. You might not know his name, but you know his work. He was a pioneer when it came to electronic music. He created uh, the MIDI. I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, I've heard of the The musical instrument digital interface. This is how they use a lot of electronic uh, instruments in the recording studio. He also improved upon the synthesizer. He bought a mini Moog when he was a kid and built his own sequencer to program it. So he was one of those brainiacs who just also loved music and helped things along. Passed away at the age of 72 over the weekend. And speaking of music... The original bassist for the band Bon Jovi has passed away. Alec John Such is dead at the age of 70. He was friends with uh, Tico Torres and Richie Sambora, and he introduced them to John Bon Jovi at the time. He was kind of the reason that band came oh, together wow. and was there for all their biggest hits, including this one. I always love the, the bass work on this one. I think it's pretty spectacular. He was 70 years old, as we remember. Alec John Such. 
How about a Scrubs reunion? I was just talking about this. Scrubs was great. I like Scrubs. We don't need Scrubs to come back. We need another good comedy <laughs> that is original, like we fell in love with Scrubs, right. but bring us a new show that we can but love. They're, they're all hanging out there wanting to work again. Well, that's the thing. They were all at this reunion. They did a uh, the ATX television festival, and they were all on stage talking about how much they love each other and how much they'd like to work together again. And that's when they announced they're going to do at least a TV movie mm. for Scrubs reunion because um, Bill Lawrence, the creator of that show, is pretty busy these days with a little show called Ted Lasso. Yeah. And uh, everyone on stage said they really do want to work together again. It'd be there. cool if they did a movie every once in a while, like Psych. Just every once in a yeah. while, every couple of years, do a movie. I, I guess that's fine. I just... Bill Lawrence should say, I did Scrubs, that was great. And now I'm doing Ted Lasso. Everyone said no one wants to see a show about an American coaching soccer in right. England. And that was a phenomenon. Yeah. Let's look for the next new thing that we can introduce yeah, people Yeah, but when to. You, there's a bunch of money dangling in front of your face. I know. It's hard to say no. Money, money, money. <laughs> money changes everything. It does. In the words of the great poet Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Lauper or Lauper? Lauper? You say Lauper? I say Cindy Lauper. Lauper? Cindy Lauper. I say Lauper. You say Lauper? Yeah. Is that right or wrong? I don't know. I've never been I've never Cindy been challenged on my pronunciation Cindy of her Lop name before. Cindy Lauper. Lauper? I've never heard Lauper before. It was Lauper. I don't know. I, just, I call her Lauper. That's just me. Well, I guess tomorrow we'll find out. New Stay tuned, kids. Himbo Mimbo. Tune in tomorrow for the answer to the mystery. How do you pronounce the Shebop girl's name? Why did I pick that song? I don't know. <laughs> of all her hits. Fuck, she bop? She bop, we bop, but they bop. It's about the masturbating. Yeah, it is. That's probably That's why, why I was it. thinking of it. It's on my mind. I can't wait to masturbate when the show is over. Please let me leave first. No, we're going to go on some more together. That's right. We have all this spreadable meat, too. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the spreadable meat yet. God, this show is taking forever. <laughs> all right, let me move things along here. Oh, and uh, the England. <laughs> The England, Wizard of the Oz. The England. I need more alcohol. I think you need less. The England. The England is in the news. Our pal Steve Ashton would appreciate this. There's a brand new single that hit number one this week in the UK. Well, it's not exactly a new single, but it is number one. God save the queen. The Sex Pistols' God Save the Queen has become the top-selling single in the UK during the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Oh, really? 45 years ago to the day, it was denied the number one spot in the UK. They originally released it for her Silver Jubilee. Right. And uh, they wouldn't play it on BBC because right. they were saying the Queen basically was a fascist regime. And uh, they re-released it on Friday and immediately shot to number one as the number one song nice. in the UK to celebrate her, uh, her <laughs> jubilee. But it's so funny now. They're all just so old and rich and not 
they don't punks do. anymore. Yeah. Johnny Rotten, Johnny Lydon, who of course was Johnny Rotten, said um, he didn't really mean it when he called the UK a fascist regime, and he didn't really mean it when he said the Queen is not a human being. You don't write God Save the Queen because you hate England. You write it because you love England and you're fed up with with being with them being mistreated, he hmm. said, regarding the Brits. Uh, he also said, literally, God bless the Queen in his statement. She's put up with a lot. Also, anarchy is a terrible idea. Let's get that clear. I'm not an antichrist. And he goes on and on and on. Well, we all change. Like, yeah, we were all different when we were 18, 19, 20, Yeah, because you'd have nothing to lose and you have nothing. Right. And, and when that changes, then all of the right. all the rebels and all the tough guys just become old guys who want to, to have keep their a, money. a nice car they and want to keep their money. Yes. I was watching the pistol, which is on um, Hulu. It's the yeah. story of the sex pistols. And you watch these kids and you realize they're not they're not heroes. They're just fucking <laughs> fucked up kids they're who had nothing fucking... better to do. And they yeah. had nothing to lose because they were dirt poor. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on June 6th. James Monkey Schaefer of Corn is 53 years old today. Playwright and actor Harvey Firestein is 70. He's got a voice like this, Harvey Firestein. I wrote a thing called Torch Song Trilogy. It was on Broadway for many years. How does he live <laughs> like gotta that? It's got to be hard to talk daily that way. Amanda Pays. Oh, I loved her back in the day. She was on the original Flash TV series. Do you remember that? No. No. Oh, 63 years okay. old today. Robert England. Oh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, one, two, three. Freddy's coming for you. Three, four. Better. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four. But a crucifix didn't really do anything to Freddie Krueger. So why would you grab a crucifix? Because you're just, just it rhymes grasping at straws. To make a rhyme. Freddie Krueger himself, Robert England, 75 years old today. He looks Can like we... the mask now. What? He looks like the mask he wore now. Oh, jeez. He's all wrinkly. That's what I was saying. Colin Quinn is 63, comedian. Colin Quinn. Oh, don't like this, folks, very fast. Colin Quinn. <laughs> Um, Max Casella, who's Doogie Howser's best friend on oh, that Oh, what happened show. to him? He's still acting. Is he? 55 he years old. He was in Ed Wood, today. I believe. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was great in that. Yeah. And Paul Giamatti, speaking of actors, one of my favorites. So good on Billions and everything else he's ever done. He's 55 as well. Singer-songwriter Gary U.S. Bonds is 83. Had a couple monster hits in the 1960s. Great R&B rock star. Then his career was revived in the 1980s because he met a big fan of his named Bruce Springsteen, who kind of made it his mission to get him back in the public eye again. Mm. And so Gary U.S. Bonds had a resurgence in the 1980s, including this top 10 hit that Bruce wrote for him. Oh, 
And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Monday, it's time for us to do some munching, of course. You may remember recently, Eddie Pence just took a stand. That's golfed. He was, uh, he was passionate about his beliefs that just meat should never be spread under any circumstances. No. Deviled ham. No, meat's not a spread, man. It's not a spread. You don't, you don't mash up meat to spread it. Meat is meat. What about uh, pate? Or, no, uh, I don't do the pate. I don't do meat spreads. It's not a thing. How about liverwurst? Oh, that's a spreadable no, meat. No, there's no spreadable meats. I beg to differ. It's just chewed up, mashed up meat you're, you're putting a knife into and spreading on something, which is gross. This way you can it, and you can carry it with you, but soldiers would carry it with them. So I'm not can... a soldier. If I was a soldier, if I'm stuck somewhere in a field and there's bombs going off and there's no food around, yeah, maybe I'll spread the meat. Canned ham, I'm telling not you. Not eating it. A very passionate plea there from Eddie Pence that no one should spread their meat. <laughs> I want to play for you a song by a gentleman named Noah Harned. He has a band called the Dankwater Edward Upswing. Oh, I like that name. And he has sent in this little ditty for us. Hi, Ralph. Back when you guys did Drunk Eddie's Thoughts for Meat is Meat, the caller mentioned that the battle, battlefield part of Eddie's rant reminded him of a 60s protest song. That inspired me to use Eddie's words as lyrics <laughs> and do a 60s slash 70s inspired protest song. I had a lot of fun making it. I was hoping you'd share it with the rest of the Garmy. So now I present Meat is Meat by the Dankwater Edward Uprising in its original mono mix. Here is Noah's work. These are all lyrics. All the lyrics in this song are literally just what Eddie said in his rant. Meat's not a spread. Yeah. It's not. You don't spread meat. Meat is meat. You can spread stuff on meat. That it sounds fucking gross. If it's the same meat, who cares what? What shape or consistency it is. That's half of it. You're all that's half of the food. You're eating the shape and consistency. You're eating the meat. Meat is not a spread, man. It's not a spread. You don't mash up meat to spread it. Meat is meat. No, I don't do the say don't do me spreads, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Oh, there's no spread of all means. It's just chewed up, mashed up me. Put a knife into and spreading on some. If I was a soldier, if I'm stuck somewhere on a field And there's bombs going off and there's no food around Well yeah, maybe I'll spread the meat Not eating it I'm not 
everybody. Fuck's sake. Fucking A, man. That's brilliant. The Jesus. Shit, the shit that you draw a line about <laughs> is just endlessly entertaining the, to me. The, the art my dumbass inspires. Yes. By so many people. You are the clay. It is fucking amazing. Of which many artists which have molded into. Stupid shit I say. People turn into stuff like that. True it's crazy. Art. Well, we're going to fix Eddie Pence today. We're going to teach him the magic that is Underwood deviled ham. On Munch and Monday. Munch and Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munch and Mondays. Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did. The, the fall of it makes me sick. My testicles are just all... Trademarked in 1870, Eddie Pence. That one was canned, too. <laughs> Underwood's deviled ham has been a staple of American cuisine for lo these many years. As we mentioned originally, Underwood would can his meat mm -hmm. for soldiers in the field. And shortly after the Civil War... He decided to upgrade that meat with his own recipe of deviled ham. Deviling, of course, means adding spices to a food that doesn't necessarily ordinarily have it, like deviled eggs, eggs for yes, example. Yes. There's a lot of different kinds of deviling that can mm -hmm. go on. And Underwood made his spread with deviled ham. It is ground ham with spices, and it is goddamn delicious. And just because it's ground should not... De de deter you well, from enjoying I'm, I'm the also, magic of I'm also it. Not, I also don't enjoy ham. Well, either. we know your ghost, so, your ghost ham horror story. I'm not a story. big ham fan. But we're going to fix it all today. Mm. This is it. This is the, uh, it's still as it, as it was then. It is now. It is a, ten, a tin of deviled ham. I'm going to show this to the four-star generals who are watching at home as well as the two and three and four-star generals. When it's already in a can. Who watch the video of Munch and Monday. Because that is the tradition. And it's got the little devil on top Seems of it. Seems wasteful. Here's the Underwood devil, the legendary trademark, Underwood of course. Devil, it's yes. been around for hundreds of years. And it's deviled. It's premium quality oh, devil. Oh, I bet. Man. Yeah, you want your best meats to be creamed. And the best thing is, when you open it, you just right. you just rip off the paper. Or you go to a steakhouse, give me the porterhouse, but could you throw it in the blender for me? And then, this is what you got. Oh, yeah, okay. And if you were on the battlefield, oh, yeah. this, would be, this would be a welcome lifesaver item to have right. in your kit bag. Right. I've got some crackers here. The Ritz, the Ritz crackers. Oh, the good Ritz. Just plain like, old Ritz. I like the Ritz's because it's it's a non-intrusive cracker. Right. It doesn't force its it doesn't, way into your yeah. mouth. <laughs> it just <laughs> doesn't what? mouth rape you with its flavor. I want date rape crackers. It is a very uh crisp. Pleasant but right. inobtrusive right. flavor. Bring anything to the party, right? Yeah, so this yeah. way you're going to taste all of the, the all ham, the spreadable meat, all the spreadable meat. It's time for us to spread our meats, and I'm going to just pop this Be open. Careful, I will. Don't flip a fingernail. Oh, you got it. I think so. Oh, oh yeah, it looks like dog food. <laughs> oh yeah, it looks like dog food. Look at that. Look at that. It's like dog food. That is some... Looks like dog food. Spreadable meat right there. 
Once again, to everybody watching via live stream or video. And if you're just listening, open up a can of dog food and look at it. Ooh, and that's what it looks like. It smells good. I'm going to step up to the camera so they can get a good Oh, look. yeah, let them see. Look at that. Mm -mm -mm, that looks good. Alpo. Fucking Alpo. That is. You had, a, you had a whole can of this already today. Yeah. What you're saying. Yeah, I did. And you know what's nice? It's nice and fatty, too, because the fat is where the flavor is. Well, probably, you know. yeah. Fat's yeah. where the flavor is. So, yes. There you go. Of course. So I'm going to spread some of these on a cracker or two. Okay. All right. So just gonna dig it smells in like dog food. No, it does. Yes, it does. What the, oh, it's just dripping off the knife. That's what you want your meat to do. Just drip off the knife. Right, I'm going to make a couple hors d'oeuvres for us. Let's think. It's not an hors d'oeuvre. It's so shitty looking. Fucking meat. It should not come like that. It is meat spread. It's spreadable oh. meat. Oh, it smells like dog food. Oh, it's so good. It, does not, it smells like dog food. It's, uh, it's spicy because it's deviled. I Yeah, we, yeah. What but type of spices also, are it? But it's also got kind of a salty thing to it. Well, it has to. Point. If it's packed in a can, it's going to be high in sodium. There we go. That's what they do. And ham's already a sodium-rich meat. Grab yourself a nice slab of spreadable meat. Smells like dog food. It doesn't smell like dog food. It absolutely it smells does. like heaven. Spiced heaven is what it smells like. Right. You ready? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Mmm. That is good. No. It's not good. Come on. It's not good. You must admit that is good. It's very salty. It's very salty. Mm-hmm. It's too salty. And spicy. I don't get any spice. You will. The Ritzes are a little salty, too. So it doesn't help. I think the Ritz mixed with this. It's so mm. salty. We make a sandwich? No, I don't think I could eat just more. Just a deviled ham sandwich. No, I think I, this is too much. Oh, so good. I'm getting a little spice now. Yeah, right. It's too salty. I think it's because it's on the Ritz. Yeah, it might be the Ritz is salty. Way salty. Here, just take, just take some. I don't want a scoop of it. I don't want to just take. Just a... take. Stick your finger in there. I, don't want a scoop I won't of use it. it. Just take. Stick I'm your finger. I'm gonna ruin the whole can of the. It doesn't the meat. matter. I had a can already. I'm not gonna finish this one. Stick your finger in there and just get some. Spreadable meat on your finger. Just Here. finger the meat. I don't want to finger the meat. Finger the spreadable meat. I'll knife meat. the meat. Okay. And then, then I'll eat. put it on my finger. Oh, see, you're thinking. There you go. It tastes like someone took a Vienna sausage, chewed it up, and spit it in my mouth. Oh, my God. You just won't budge on I the won't. fact that that is tasty stuff It's right not there. awful. I'm not gagging from it, but it's, I, don't, I don't enjoy it. It's too salty. It's way too salty. It's like someone oversalted your popcorn. No such thing. There is such a thing. No. Give me some pop. I'll oversalt your Give popcorn. Give me more salt. No. That's what I say no, when someone you. says this popcorn's got too salty. That would dehydrate you in the field of battle. Would it? Yes. Well, when I'm. You die of dehydration. I'm killing Johnny Reb. That doesn't really matter. Oh, no. It's, it's okay. It's not. I don't love it. But you would see, but you had such a violent oh, meat is meat reaction to it. I think you I recognize now that this is a perfectly acceptable I, no, way I still to eat ham. I still don't agree meat should be spread. Met, meat should be spread. I don't agree. Spread your meat. Meat should be cut with a knife. Spread your goddamn meat. Bitten with teeth. <sighs> Not spread on a cracker. Once again, 
I try. I try to give. I try to, to help. It's I not. try to heal. And I can't get through to no, it. No, I'll never have it again. I, I feel like... Unless I'm on the field of battle. I'm a, I'm a parent. This is a tough love situation. I have to just kick him out of the house. and just You might have to. because Fend for himself. It's not that good. It's, it's so not, good. It's not so good. I'm so glad you didn't ruin that tin because now I'm getting the hankering. See, I knew you were going to eat more. Hankering for more. So good. Sit here and dehydrate yourself. I have Jack Daniels to rehydrate. Oh, that'll help. To rehydrate yeah, alcohol is a great diuretic. <sighs> oh, well, kids. <clears throat> That's today's Munchin' Monday. It's just another Munchin' Monday. Whoa, whoa. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a bun day. I hope I don't get the runs day. It's just another Munchin' Monday. realize this knife's been on your finger no i didn't touch the knife i put the spread and the spread touched i didn't touch any of the metal something i didn't touch any of the metal something and i finger my bow with my left finger anyway i don't finger with the right something jumped off your body onto that knife i don't care that's how much i love this deviled ham well there's so much salt in there it's gonna kill whatever germs are on my finger anyway all right good no it's not even it's oh it's barely okay really good it's not really good there you go kids that's today's show bet you're glad you tuned in live especially you four stars yeah. right you got an extra hour boy of you got a just a clusterfuck of a program <laughs> but hey you want it behind the scenes access there you got it now you know <clears throat> now you know why we edit this shit down and polish it up Ooh, because it's just so much just unbearable <laughs> <laughs> come on back and join us tomorrow <laughs> a brand new show for a tuesday and on Tuesdays, we have a lot of fun. We yeah, twist we our tongues. Oh, that's always a good time. We have a TV tune that we take a look yeah. at. A lot of things start with T on Tuesday. Yeah. So come back and join us. But in order to do that, you got to take care of yourself. Stay good in the hood. Because life is life. We want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. Otherwise, you can't be with us. And that's what we want more than anything else, for you to be with us. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, please know, love you, mean it. Bye. Ha ha, so ha, ha, I got it, ha ha, bye bye.